Parshas Kedoshim, we find the commandment of the Torah, the very famous fundamental principle that's found in the Pasuk, which commonly is translated, you shall love your fellow man like yourself. The Ramban Nachmanides in his commentary on the Torah first explains that this is really, in a sense, an exaggeration of sorts. The Torah is not actually commanding to love your fellow man identical to yourself. So this is not possible. The human heart cannot accomplish to love another person identical to himself. And in addition, we find that with regard to a situation where there's only enough water for one person to survive and reach the uh, inhabited area where there's a choice of both sharing it and living a short amount of time or the one who has the water keeping it for himself. Rabbi Akiva derives from a Pasuk that one's own life comes first and is not obligated to share the water and for the two of them to live uh, a short amount of time. But the one who has the water is allowed to keep it for himself when his own life comes first. So this clearly indicates that the Torah is not expecting a person to equate his fellow man to himself. But then there are man suggests a different understanding. And what it really means is to love for your fellow man. And he finds indication from the word that the Torah uses, L'reyacha. It doesn't say Ve'ohavto Esreyacha. It says L'reyacha, which translates for your fellow man. You should love for your fellow man, says the Ramban, everything, everything good, like you want for yourself. It's commanding to want everything good for one's fellow Jew, just like he wants everything good for himself. And he elaborates that it's possible that a person would care for somebody and want him to be successful in one area of life. He wants him to be financially successful, but he doesn't really see him as so worthy or capable, doesn't desire for him success in gaining wisdom or other areas. Then he says that there can even be a situation where a person loves his friend and wants everything good for him. He wants him to be successful in all areas, in wealth, in acquiring property, in honor, in respect, in gaining knowledge, in gaining wisdom. But he does not want this good friend of his, this best friend of his, to be equal to him. He wants that he should be at least a little bit ahead in every area. It's quite fascinating that such a thing could exist, that I could have someone who I care for and want everything good for him, but still I want to have a little bit more. And the Ramban says, to this the Torah is saying, that there should not be the lowliness and the deficiency of this jealousy in one's heart. He calls this jealousy. Typically, we think of jealousy as if somebody has something, I want to have it, or I also want to have that, I want to be equal to him. Here, the Rabban is using it in the sense of wanting to be just once, at least one step ahead. And to that, the Torah is commanding that I should love my fellow man and want the good for him, the abundance of good, like I want for myself, 
and not place any measurements in the lobby. So, there is something here that I think needs to be understood. Firstly, what really is the, the deficiency in this love that he has for his fellow man to have everything good? He wants him to be fabulously successful financially, socially, intellectually. He wants him to have enormous success in every area. Just he wants for himself to be a little bit ahead. We can see how maybe it's not the greatest thing to be wanting to be ahead. But how is that uh, in conflict with uh, the good that he wants for his fellow man? Why is that really uh, undermining the fulfillment of this principle? And if we would say that, that it is, then the, the Rabban probably should have just said that the Torah is commanding us to have this fullness of a good desire for my friends. He should be equal to me. We should be on a par with one another. And spell out, well, what could stand in the way is this quality of jealousy. Like, numerous character traits can stand in the way of fulfilling various of the Torah's principles. And we have to be on guard against that. We have to remove the negative character traits in order to make it possible to fulfill the commandments of the Torah. The person will be very stingy. He won't give charity. The person will be very lazy. He won't exert himself in fulfilling mitzvot, studying Torah, whatever it might be. So here we would think that the jealousy is an impediment and has to be removed to make it possible to fulfill the commandments of that love and that good desire for my fellow man. But the Ramban describes it as this is the very content of the command. He says the words, Yitzhah the Torah is commanding that there should not be this jealousy in his heart. That doesn't sound like it's just a preliminary cause that could prevent the fulfillment. This is a direct focus of the command of the Torah. Remove that jealousy. And this needs to be understood. And in a, in a, in a maybe in a simpler and a broader sense, what happens if my friend is someone who doesn't care if I'm a little bit ahead of him? He's fully satisfied with being successful in all areas, and he's very happy even if I'm ahead. He's not... Uh, of that kind of a nature, that he needs to be ahead. So then, my desire for everything good for him is all that he would ask for for himself. And yet the Torah is saying, if I want to be ahead, then this is a form of jealousy that is, in effect, in contradiction to the midst of the Torah. That is, not allowing that this commandment be fulfilled. And I think that's something that we should think about and come back again soon to try to address. Thank you very much. <laughs>